2: all right guys we are back with another great episode of bass cast radio i am brian your host i got above us hank the bass geek what is up brother welcome back welcome back to another great week
1: yeah man it's been a good week you know we were doing the live live stream that does go into a podcast uh called the bass geek podcast i mean hey super hard to remember Mm -hmm. put a lot of thought into that it took me several (laughs) months to come up with that name (laughs) (laughs) and by the way the live is called the called bass geek live so it's you know i mean you know come on i mean uh but now man we dropped a video uh yesterday for you listeners out there uh it is about uh boat trailer steps safety you know i always say it all the time i've i know of at least two guys who were loading and unloading their boat slip fail oh wow and they ended up drowning at the boat ramp
2: that is crazy dude
1: and i know of another guy who uh fell across the tongue and he i mean think about it man he's so lucky fell off his boat slipped fell across the tongue broke his ribs wow so you know don't take those steps you know some people will look at them and say, "Oh man, three hundred dollars them steps? That's expensive, crazy." But no, you know, if your life ain't worth three hundred dollars, then you know, hey, yeah, I guess, you know, we just put you in a sweatshop and get what we can out
2: of you. <laughs> yeah, I've seen them uh, steps on the with the handle and everything. I mean, you know, it's pretty daggone nice yeah. what that's, they have.
1: Yeah, that's what I got. Body effects. Uh, great company great looking boat we did some upgrades so uh to those steps and a couple of other things and uh don't want to spoil it but you guys go check it out
2: all right check that out check out the latest episode from bass geek um guys here at thebasscast.com i want to say a special thank you to everyone to come out and fish with the bass cast this weekend We have 26 teams fish with the bass cast Congratulations to everyone at cash to check. I think it took about 15 pounds to win. And then we had the cat phantom on Sunday. Uh, got to go out there. You guys saw some of the photos, hopefully on social media that I posted. Oh, yeah. uh, it was pouring down raining. <laughs> and then, you know, it's the way it is here in Virginia. I mean, it was raining. It rained probably for an hour. Sun popped out. Weigh in was beautiful. The rest of the afternoon was beautiful until uh, about the night and it kicked back up again. But we need the rain around here, everybody it's you know it's it's a i don't geeking say it, it's a going thing around here in the last probably decade i say it's like well it'll rain all the way up till january february march april may yeah. june then july august september whatever it's like a drop a drop yeah. here a drop well, you there.
1: know we he didn't rain down here for us oh this wow last weekend yeah it was sunny bluebird beautiful skies i was stuck at work going why am i here mm.
2: <laughs> mm. but we're gonna get it friday everybody yeah we're supposed to to get that Everybody's supposed to get it i'm here one to three inches so that will help fill back up smith mountain lake because it's a couple feet low right now so we definitely could use it i know you probably can use it down your way geek
1: well they probably just they're they're happy they they're they're dropping for winter pool right now you know up here depending on what lake you're on how close you are to the headwaters You know, South Holston, they'll drop about 25 feet. Cherokee, they'll drop about uh, 30. And then Douglas, heck man, they'll drop it about 35, 40 feet by the time it's done. Yeah, it looks like a moonscape when you're out there in the
2: wintertime. Holy cow. Good news about it is, if there's stumps, you can mark them. There you go. So this weekend, guys, I am going up to Augusta County for the Augusta County Bass um, Dinner. I uh, get a lovely invite for them, uh, guys. If you live up in that lo- in that area in central Virginia, uh, head on up and check out Augusta County Bass. They've got a website, they got a Facebook page, and if you're looking for, like I said, if you're looking for a club to fish, reach out to them, and they'd love to have you. Um, this is their awards ceremony they call it they have it each and every year and have an awesome meal to go along with it and as you guys all know i love these i ain't gonna lie i'll miss a tournament to eat i ain't gonna lie i I've don't been
1: to, miss I, many meals <clears throat> myself
2: yeah but we do have someone covering the cat event saturday done on bugs island so want to thank all of our um, reporters grounds grounds people whatever you guys want to call it the the boots on the ground who are covering the events for the basscast.com. So thank you to all of them and, uh, for, uh, helping us out here. Um, don't forget the 19th is a final regular season basscast event. If you like to fish with us, you got, that is the final one. And if you have fished with us, you got to fish three to qualify a whopping three geek. You got to fish only three tournaments to fish with the basscast for your chance to win a thousand at least it's going to be close to a thousand dollars in the bank account because we don't keep any of it it all goes back to you and for those who qualify for the championship you get a free mexican dinner there you go so aaron's dad has. now let me
1: ask you a question about that
2: yes do you get
1: the mexican dinner the day after the tournament or the day before because that's going to eliminate some people
2: You get it that afternoon. So, <laughs> holy crap. You get it that afternoon. So literally, literally. Yes. <laughs> holy crap. Then his weigh in is <laughs> over. It's holy crap. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. So I uh, want to thank Aaron's dad for hooking all of us up. We really appreciate that. Um, we love being a pair at a crazy horse marina on Smith Mount Lake. Uh, if you never came out and ate the Mexican restaurant, it was very good. So thank you. Thank you to them. And uh, we appreciate them. But uh guys tonight, <clears throat> you guys all know, we do things a little different here at Bass Cash Radio. We uh, don't always interview anglers. Now he is an angler. Don't, he is an angler by the way, but he's also a TV star to be for six plus years. Now, Uh bass hunter guys is going to be with us tonight. Mr. Mike McKinstry. Is coming on. He's going to talk about that. We're going to learn about him. We're going to learn about the show. And it's going to be a learning episode for me and Geek as well. I'll I'll be honest. I started following him on Facebook a few weeks ago. Maybe a little bit longer than that because I'm not a big Facebook guru. But he's been blowing up my inbox. And I had to go check out this gentleman and what he is all about. So Mike is going to be on here in just a minute. But before we get him on, guys, don't forget wildlandcoffee.co do you ever wish your morning coffee on the lake or river was easier and better tasting guys how frustrating it is when you use a french press and you have to clean it up or god forbid you drink instant coffee which i don't drink instant coffee sorry i'll go to mcdonald's and try to find one That's why Wildland Coffee exists to solve those problems. Wildland Coffee is a proud supporter of the podcast, and I'm stoked to support them. Wildland Coffee puts delicious, freshly ground coffee into tea bags. You might be thinking that can't be good, but yes, it is. Hear me out, though. It tastes just like a French press, but it has the ease of tea. All you need is hot water. You haven't amazing cup of coffee with no mess or cleanup in eight minutes guys use bass cast 10 to get 10 percent off your first order at wildlandcoffee.co and guys we really really appreciate them for sponsoring bass cast radio yes sir guys if um i'm gonna throw us out there there could be some changes next year we're doing a lot of talking we're doing a lot of handshaking we're hustling here at TheBassCast.com. We're just going to – the goal is to make it bigger and better for you guys and get the message out. And, you know, I, I do this – you know, me and Geek talked about this earlier. We do the show to meet new people, mm-hmm. to introduce you guys to new people, to tell their story, for you guys to learn something. But it also kind of plays off. It helps Geek. It his does. Podcasts, his pocket when it he does the lives.
1: Helps out my YouTube channel greatly.
2: And it helps out the YouTube channel and it helps out the Basscast.com. So the podcast mirrors that and it's to help us as well as help you guys become better anglers and help to get hopefully help you guys learn more about maybe someone you never heard of. I mean, like Mike. I mean to be honest, I ain't never heard of this dude before. I mean, he's from he set up Detroit. Yeah. Yeah. Detroit, Michigan, guys. I mean, Reed that's a
1: lot. Great smallmouth fishing up there.
2: But that's a long freaking ways from us. And that's the cool thing about social media. The only cool thing I like about social media (laughs) I think is that you get to meet new people, interesting people, cool people, learn their story, find out about them. And we're going to find out more about Mike here in just a few minutes, guys. All right, guys. Mike McKinstry, what's up, brother? Welcome to the show. What's going on? Thank you for having me. All right, guys, everybody out there, if you're not following him on social media, do so now, right now. That's how I found Mike. Mike's like, you DM me and asked me to be on a show and you don't even know my name. I was like, no, I just saw you're (laughs) like blowing up my inbox and you're freaking cool. And you have a lot of great guests. And now I see that there's this fish on board game. I mean, it's like, we got to have you on the show. We don't even care what your name is. I mean, you're like out there. It's like,
0: oh, when you sent me that message, you're like, what's your name? And I was like. Are you joking? Like, are you, why are you messing <laughs> me? <Nah. laughs>
2: you just saw the Basquatch on her. That's it. You know what? People
0: call me Basquatch more than they call me Mike anymore. So I'll be at a store and I'll just hear someone yell, hey, Basquatch. I was actually at a Red Wing game um, up here in Detroit, a hockey game. And yes. someone walking around was like, hey, Basquatch. And my buddy's like, hey, someone's calling you. And I'm like, what? And I just don't like register it as my name. I turn around. It was like a guy who recognized me. And I was like, oh, what's going on, man? My name is Mike. Just like, <laughs> like,
2: <laughs> That's funny.
0: All I get the
1: right, same thing because I do a YouTube channel called Bass Geek. Okay. So I'm literally driving down driving down the road the other day, and I'm driving past the high school, and there's a couple of uh, uh, county sheriffs directing traffic, and I, I hear Bass Geek, and I'm like, "Yeah, hey, what's up?" <laughs> That's me <laughs> <Driving> down.
0: <laughs>
1: what so the it's pretty heck. funny.
2: <laughs> so Mike, welcome to the world of the we want to know your story man we want to learn more about you um if you guys didn't see or you're not following him already which you need to go follow him big discovery tv deal we're gonna break mm. into that we're gonna talk about the game but uh before we do all that who's mike and how'd you get started in all this mess
0: uh so i'll give you the elevator pitch version like the go ahead. short version because the long <laughs> hey, version that's awesome. be
2: here
0: all day uh so <laughs> My name is Mike McKinstry. I'm the host of a show called The Bass Watch Hunter. And uh, we started the show in 2016. Um, I actually was big into bass boats and did a lot of events. And I kept on breaking off my lower units, my prop drives and everything on these tree stumps on this lake over here. And, you know, me being a stupid, stubborn fisherman like we all are, I just kept on throwing money in the boat, like instead of changing where I was going, I was like, no, I'm going to get in that back area. There's a bass. (laughs) So like, like every summer I was like, I got to rebuild this motor. Like, it's just like my typical thing now. Well, then uh, in 2016 or 2015, actually, sorry, um, I had about $4,000 in repairs to the motor that year. And I was like, you know what? There's got to be something different. And I started looking at the kayaks and I, I was someone told me like, they make these kayaks now that are like, you can stand up in them. And I'm like, yeah, I have a kayak. And if I sneeze, I'll fall out of it. <laughs> like, oh, I'm, like, I'm not a big dude. So I'm like, there's no way that there's kayaks that I can stand up in. Like, I'm not even that big of a guy, but the kayak I'm in right now rolls over so quick. And like, I've tried fishing out of it and I would do a hook set and just go backwards out of it. So, uh, I, my buddy was like, you got to try these things out. So I did some research. I ended up uh, buying two feel-free kayaks, one for me mm-hmm. and one for my ex-wife at the time. And within like three weeks, we never used the bass boat anymore. Cause we were like, these kayaks go where the boats don't go. And they go where the boats can go. I got my personal best bass that year, um, because I was fishing in spots where they didn't allow boats and I've never mm-hmm. been back there. And I don't think anybody else has either. So I was like, man, this kayak thing. Like, this is really cool. Like, this is a whole different, like, universe. And the people in the sport yeah. I met were so nice and, and welcoming. And it was just so contrasting from the bass boat world and from the experience of the oil and the loud motors and, you know, backing a trailer up and un untrailing it and retrailing it by myself. Like, it was such a different experience. So, I got home and I was like, I remember, I was like, I want to start a YouTube channel. And I didn't know what that meant, even. Like, I've never really, like, I watched YouTube, but I didn't really, like, know a lot about it. Uh, I don't think I ever posted a video outside of me playing guitar or something like, you know, a long time ago. With Lucky Land
1: Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom?
0: Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes
1: that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.
0: And uh, I told my ex-wife, I was like, hey, look, I'm going to start a YouTube channel because people don't believe me that these kayaks are this cool. Like, people laugh at me. Like, the bass boat world thought I was a joke, which is fine, but all my friends are bass boat guys. So I I grew up on a lake over here. So like, everyone I knew had boats. So either way, I started making videos, showing off the kayak, showing what people, what people could do on these boats. And then I started getting messages from some brands and the kayak company that made the kayak was like, Hey man, like, you know, you should do this and share this and share that. And I was geeking out, you know, like I've played sports <laughs> before, like I've been kind of high level in sports before, um, but not a community like this. It was mixed martial arts where there's not really a community for that. It's right. a one-man team. It's not really like, you know, the, and and, the, and that was also, you know, in like what, 20 13, 20, 2012, something like that. So social media wasn't even nearly as big as it is now anyway. So uh, I was like, man, this is so cool. Like I'm talking to the actual manufacturer of this company. Yeah. So the funny thing was I started promoting so hard about it that the, uh, the guy who, one of the guys who runs feel free kayaks, uh, which is the kayaks that I use, he reached out to me and he goes, look, man, I'm gonna be honest with you. I either got to do something with you and like, have you involved with us or I got to (laughs) tell you to like, stop. He's yeah. like, because he's like, you are doing so much content and you're doing so much stuff. Like you just came out of nowhere at a hundred miles an hour. Like we got to do something with you or, or just kick you out like something. So of course, <laughs> luckily they believed in me and they brought me on board. I started doing <clears throat> videos and content, all the stuff for them. And then I was like, wait a minute. Like my daytime job was promotional marketing. I loved my job. I love the industry. And I was like, man, I'm not really at my job anymore. I'm fishing every day. I'm doing business meetings for myself on my kayak. Like I'm taking clients out fishing.
2: It just isn't working.
0: Like, yeah, it was funny because everyone (laughs) at my shop was always like, you're coming to work today. I'm like, no, fishing. And like two weeks (laughs) later I come in they're like, Hey man, I'm like, yeah, it's raining out. You know, (laughs) like I'm here. (laughs) And that's how like I could come and go as I please. So I just didn't show up to work. I just worked from home or whatever. So, uh, I was on a phone call with uh, one of my clients and I did like promotional merchandising, like logos and apparel. Like I did all the uh, apparel and stuff for Kevin Van Dam back then. I did uh, Kid Rock and Eminem and did breweries and hospitals and like everything. And I I was on the phone. It was so much fun. Uh, I actually miss it for the connections, but I don't miss Mm it for the anything else. Yeah. So uh, I I was actually on a phone with one of my clients and it was a, a guy who owned a chain of pizzerias. And I was on the phone with them and I caught my personal best, which was my personal best for five years up until this year. And I was on the phone with him when it happened and I was screaming and I was like, oh, my gosh, like, this is huge. And he's like, I'm like, oh, I'm sorry, I'm back. I'm back. He goes, hold on, send me a picture of that fish. Is that a fish? I'm like, yeah, he goes, dude, you got to send me a picture. <laughs> so we spent like an hour talking about fishing instead. And then I put in my two weeks. Like, I just realized, like, what am I doing? <laughs> wow. <laughs> yeah. Like, I put in my two weeks and I was like, I, and I didn't have a plan. I had a YouTube channel that had, um, I think 37 um videos and like 60 subscribers, and I didn't have a plan. I didn't know there was no book on this, there's no roadmap to this. There it nah, was just, then it like, wasn't, no, and there still isn't really. I mean, there's people no. you look at and try to emulate a little bit, but you can only yeah. go so far without doing something different, right. yeah. So, it's, it's crazy. Um, so the short word, the shorter ending to this is so. I quit my job, jumped in headfirst, told my ex-wife, hey, give me a year. If I, if I put all my effort into this, I think I can make this work somehow. I didn't know how I was going to make a living in fishing, but I knew I wanted to. Um, I did uh, like 26 tournaments my first two seasons, and I thought that was the way I was going to make a living. I had 13 top 10 finishes, and I couldn't even afford to go fishing still. I was like, this yeah. is insane. Like, like, how do people afford stuff? So uh, I talked to Kevin, actually. I was doing marketing for him at the time. So I talked to Kevin about it and learned, It was merchandising, it was branching out, it was it's what I call spider marketing, where you have eight legs, Mm -hmm. one leg stops working, you can still crawl. And I was like, That's how you do it. And and he's like, Yeah, you think I could afford all the stuff if I had to pay for it all, if I had to, like, (laughs) you know, you know how much money I lose every year by not winning tournaments. I'm like, Yeah, I never thought of it that way. So I quit tournaments and I started doing my YouTube channel and I started focusing on wanting to do something that would impact not only the fishing community, but impact my community in general and get people encouraged to go outside and try how like see how cool fishing was um and that's where we're at today i started my show got picked up on cable a year and a half later and now we're our fourth year on cables coming up and as you mentioned we got accepted on the discovery channel um we're the only kayak fishing show on discovery so it's super cool and we that's started cool that is right cool there. yeah it's there's only been two other shows ever on discovery and they were 10 years ago was one. It lasted three episodes. The other one was uh, seven years ago, eight years ago. And um, it got shut down after like four episodes. So mm-hmm. um, we already got a guaranteed six episodes. So we're doing good. Yeah. <laughs> so should be good. That's so the are these going to be all brand new movie. episodes? Yeah, they're all brand new episodes. So I re-air during the same season only. So like I air 26 weeks on the Pursuit channel right now. So we do 12 episodes. Um, so the 12 episodes air four times a week. And then they repeat for the last 13 weeks. Discovery Channel is going to be only brand new episodes and only there's no reruns. Like they're just going to air once. Like it's my first year with them. So um, they're airing once, no reruns and running straight in a row and then done for the season for them. Um, But it's all new content every year. I never recycle content. Uh, We've already filmed the first four episodes. We just finished up last month. Um, And then we got the next two coming up over the winter time. And I'm super excited about it. The show is cool. Oh yeah. The show. Have you guys been able to watch any of the show or look any look into any of it yet?
2: Because so I went and checked out your YouTube channel, okay. and I watched the latest episode of your YouTube that you did. Your behind the scenes YouTube channel is what it is. Yeah, yeah. It looks like you you record on your phone.
0: No, it's all GoPro. It's all, it's all uh,
2: okay. Guys, GoPro. you can record yeah. a, you can record a a YouTube video on your GoPro. You guys ain't got to spend a whole lot of money. It's twenty twenty two, guys. I mean, yeah. my iPhone is. 1080p and even 4k and it's two or three years old
0: oh yeah i film a lot of my iphone but this this right here i literally like when we're filming an episode this little guy goes with me everywhere i go and i do behind the scenes vlogs of every episode all on the gopro I don't, I don't use any of the like the cinema camera footage for it because i don't want to take away from the, like behind the scenes look yeah, um, yeah but it comes out i use the audio from the gopro everything hmm. um, so the one you saw was behind the scenes of sadie bass um, yes. which as a contestant yeah. voice this year um like complete awesome country singer and uh also an incredible fisherman too. Like this chick is like she hunts, she fishes, like she's like the real raw deal. And uh and she's like five yeah. ten made me look short. So I was like, I was like this girl's like <laughs> complete, like she's so intimidatingly awesome. Um but dang, that, behind this what's that?
2: I said, dang, Mike.
0: Yeah. Oh no, she's, she's incredible. So, uh, we went out fishing with her for the day. And then in my show, what we do is we go out and take people fishing who aren't normally fishermen, um, Mm -hmm. or are professionals in other industries like WWE wrestlers, NASCAR drivers, UFC fighters, country music stars, uh, comedians, stuff like that. And then we take, um, We take them fishing, teach them how to do it. Then I go in their world and try to learn how to do what they do and keep up with them. And, and we don't fake any of it, practice any of it. I usually never meet my guests on purpose until the day we film. So their first experience on a kayak or fishing or both is first time they meet me. Then the first time I try their world is the first time I've ever been in their world or ever experienced (laughs) it. We don't even like, we don't even go ahead of time to go check it out and meet with them ahead of time. We literally like tell them from the start, like, this has to be super real. We film on public lakes only. Um, every, so we skunk some episodes, if it's, if it yeah. happens, it's real. Um, and when we go in their world, if I get hurt, I broke ribs in the, in the wrestling episode, I uh, <laughs> hit my head in the Ooh. ice pretty hard in the figure skating episode. Mm. Uh, I I've had some big injuries in a lot of my episodes and they're all, everything's real. That's why we don't fake the fireman yeah. episode. I did the whole Fireman Agility course, and I did it in like one of their top times. Like the top times are between six minutes and seven minutes. I had six minutes and forty seconds, and I puked my brains out afterwards. Like I almost passed out. It was terribly hard. Mm. But I, They were like, "They're like, hey, you can take a break. We're filming. Like we can take a break and start over." And I'm like, "No, this is. I want to do it for real. I want to know what it's really like to yeah, do what awesome. you do." Um, so it's it's super fun because it, it's always different. Every episode's different and everything's real and and we want people to see the show and go like oh a musician can be a fisherman for a day like i could do it too then or if this country singer could be a fisherman for a day then i could do that too that's a
2: pretty cool show that's awesome dude so no we have not had an opportunity to check out the show yet but before we check out the show i got a couple questions about that you know you said you started a youtube channel had a light following decided to quit your job go all in on the youtube thing what made it eventually go into it being a show on TV? Now, not necessarily Discovery TV, but what what channel is it? Pursuit channel, that's what you said, correct? Yep. So how did you get this Pursuit deal? I mean, how did, how did these steps lead to where you are today?
0: So the YouTube channel started doing really well, and I, I took a lot of advice from a lot of people. I did a lot of research. I, I still to this day stay up. Uh, I, I dedicated at least three hours a night like dead serious to learning on YouTube or mm-hmm. studying things or learning new techniques of filming or editing or ideas or like I, I constantly watch documentaries and I, I love filming documentaries so like, I love watching how camera work works and so um we started evolving the show because I was like alright I'm starting to do YouTube videos, the videos were doing okay like they weren't like blowing up. I didn't have anything go viral or anything, but I got such good feedback. Like it wasn't even like people saying these videos are great. It was brands telling me like, Hey, we're getting a lot of attention from this. And I was like, I'm not doing anything. I'm just showing people how fun it is. So I started trying to make it better. I was like, okay, I got to film this better. Um, I was doing a seminar at a trade show in 2016-ish, 2017. I think it might've been. And my now producer was filming for the trade show company. And he walked by and talked to me for an hour and a half or two about fishing And I told him, I have a YouTube channel. He goes, Hey, I should come out and film it one time. I love fishing. I love filming outdoors. You know, I have his camera company or his production company. And, um, I got like a bunch of camera guys, like, (laughs) let's come out and film a YouTube video for you. And I was like, okay, like, like who would like this weirdo? Like, all right. (laughs) I take him out fishing. And, uh, the first episode we filmed together was actually with, uh, Gene Jensen, which we talked about a little bit ago. Um, and, uh, Within five minutes, we ended up blowing a camera out of the water because my the producer wasn't used to filming on kayaks. And he put a camera right in the little front pot of the kayak before I could tell him, like, hey, water gets in there.
2: Uh So don't do that. Mm. And five mm. minutes later, the camera three thousand four thousand dollars dollars Yeah, dog. it was a it was a
0: and I was like, oh, man, I'm sorry. I'm like, this guy's never going to film with me again. Like, this is terrible. Like, I'm going to owe my camera somehow. Like, this is crazy. So he brought another camera out of his truck, came out, and filmed the whole thing with us. And somehow after that, ever since then, he's been my producer of my show. Um, he he kind of motivated me because he believed in what I was doing. He didn't That's ask for awesome. money in front. He didn't ask me to hire him. He just said, he- hey, I believe in what you're doing. I think what you're doing is super cool. And I think we could do something unique. Um, so then he started filming for me. And then once it got to the point where I was like, okay... I want to go on a streaming network. I want to do something. I want to grow. Like I want a bigger platform so we can spread our message. And um, you know, our slogan of the show is take care of the water. You touch the fish, you catch and the people you meet. And we do a lot of pay it forward stuff. Like I'm really big on trying to make positive impacts in people's life in any way I can. And we started evolving the show and I was like, you know, it'd be cool. Like my sponsors work with other athletes in different industries sometimes. Like what if I brought one of those guys in and went fishing with them for a Day and then hmm. learned how to do what he did because learning from someone different that also chased their dreams right. would be super cool. You know, like if you think about it, like every guest I have, we're all so different, you know, like comedians and firemen and Olympic athletes. Like there's so different people, but we all have one thing in common where we all took the path of happiness. We all kind of quit our jobs or never had a real job, depends on who it was, um, and just chased their dreams and did whatever it was that made them happy. Not for the money, but the struggle bus, you know, like the hard path. Oh yeah. So like that was what really drew us into it. We took out a uh, we took out the rookie of the year NASCAR driver because he was also sponsored by one of my one <laughs> of my sponsors. And so it was just like a whim like let's try it. And I don't even think the episode didn't even do that good to be honest with you. Um it wasn't on cable yet. Um it was on a streaming app and then it was on mm-hmm. YouTube and it, the episode didn't get like hundreds of thousands of views or anything. But I had so much fun. I was addicted. Like I was completely That's addicted. awesome. It was one of the coolest experiences to learn how to race from a race car driver, and then go to the NASCAR race and film on the track. Yeah. They treated me like royalty. Like NASCAR rolled out the red carpet for us. We had a huge six-person camera crew. We were all allowed on the track. I signed my name on the finish line. Like it was like this big ordeal, and we're like, "This is like this is it." <laughs> right. And then we, so cool. after a year on streaming, um, I actually got contacted by um, an agency and. Um, which was attached to the Pursuit Channel, and they were just like, "Hey, your show is so different. It's so unique. There's no fishing show like it. It's not boring. Every episode's different. Um, you know, we really like you have your show on our network." And I was like, "Holy crap! Like this, this could be my next stepping stone. Like this could be the next, like, um, next thing we could do with a show. Like this could be huge." So we did it. Um, we wanted to. We won a Tele Award our first season. We won another telly Award um, in Wildlife and Nature the second season. The first one was for Sports and Entertainment on TV, the second one was Nature and Wildlife on TV, (laughs) Um, and we got uh, like 1.9 million viewers in our first season, and we're like, wow, like we we didn't expect it. Like every year, actually, like every year, we get our numbers and our ratings together, and we're just like, how do we do that? Like, that made no sense. Like, I don't know what I'm doing. Like, how did we get that? And then when Discovery didn't come to us, I I got rejected five times um, before they even accepted my show as an option. Um, Wow. I worked on that one hard and I just, I'm like, I'm not giving up. I'm like, I want a different response. So I'm going to submit yeah. something different. And I just kept on doing different presentations over and over. And they're like, man, you're not going to stop. Are you? I'm like, that's <laughs> like a yes. Like you could say no to that, but like, I'll give you something new then. Like yeah. I'm not going to keep on feeding you the same line. I'm going to try something new. I finally submitted an episode that they really, really liked and they saw my vision and they're like, all right, we think you got something here. Like what you have is so unique and so different. Like we didn't get it at first. Like one of the guys um, actually told me they thought I was a Sasquatch hunting show at first. (laughs) So, so they were like, yeah, no, that's not like, we don't want that. And I was like, no, 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 there's no hunting. And they're like, yeah, yeah. But you're looking for Sasquatch. I'm like, no, it says Basquatch. And they're they're like, they're like, well, what is that? Are you hunting a Basquatch? I'm like, sort of, I'm like, hold on. And I explained the whole thing to them. But it was the same idea where we didn't expect to get on Discovery Channel necessarily. We just saw a vision, you know, six years ago that we could grow this into something that would really make an impact. And then every year, it's just blown us away that it just it works. (laughs) I do zero marketing besides social media. I do zero promotion of the show besides social media, and somehow it just grows. And it just that's awesome. So
2: I got lucky for sure. All right, guys, we were talking Mike McKinstry guys, with the Bass Watch Hunter, and.
0: that's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. the 18 plus terms and conditions apply. website for details.
2: The reason why I invited you on the show, and I knew nothing about the YouTube side, guys. I ain't gonna lie to you whatsoever. I just knew the guy was in my inbox, and he was blowing up Facebook. But you came out with this fish on the game, and that is really I mean, you know, th- that's freaking sweet. <laughs> Up there's the music. Let me be quiet one more time. Hit the music. There you go. My Vanna. One day we're gonna be big time like that, guys. Gotta big
1: love time. a guest that's got its own sound effects, man. Come on. It's great. <laughs> so anyway, I, so this yes.
2: on the game, guys. Um I see it's only four more days left, if I remember correctly, in the crowdfunding raising of money.
0: Yeah, it didn't work
2: well. <laughs> it didn't work well. But hey, you know, I think it will hopefully after the show pick up for you because the game looked really freaking awesome. And the video that you did that went along with the game was like, this dude got his shit together. I mean, yeah, I gotta and I up. didn't know, you know, now we know the marketing and now we know the whole backdrop and that's what yeah. the cool thing is here for BassCast Radio, guys. We're introducing <laughs> you guys new people, learning about Mike and his past, where he got to the future. So the future is this new game on top of the discovery. So why a game?
0: Uh, so I work with over 600 kids a summer um, with my just my township alone. Um, I teach them how to fish. I do all the kids camps and I do a fishing seminar, um, which usually lasts about three to four hours. And I do them all summer long. So eventually we hit about 600, 700 kids. And, uh, then I take kids fishing all the time in my spare time, whenever they want or the parents and stuff too. So I I was talking to all these kids and the biggest question I get is what's a bass watch? Like that was always the biggest question I got from all the kids. Um, and then as soon as I told him, like, you know, the basquatch thing started because I used to always get lucky and catch the biggest fish every time I went out fishing. And I don't know how I did it. It was pure luck. I just somehow <laughs> I would catch the biggest bass of the day. And everyone's like, dude, really? And I'm like, I don't know. I, I didn't do it on purpose. I don't know what I yeah. did. I just cast it that way. Well, you were casting that way. I don't know. Um, so and I heard one of my favorite fishermen actually on his show um, said called a bass, a basquatch. And mm-hmm. my buddy goes, dude, that's it. Like, that's <laughs> it. So that's how I got the name. so I tried explaining this to kids. Like it's the one elusive fish you never catch on camera, like a Sasquatch, like yeah. the one elusive thing you always hunt, but it's more of like an adventure thing. Like that you want to capture on camera. And uh, I'm like, cause you never really find the Sasquatch. It's always the adventure looking for him. So I'm like, right. that's what it's about. Right. So then I had this idea. I was like, instead of explaining to kids how fishing tournaments work and explaining to kids, like what a Basquatch was and how cool it is to find the big fish. And I was like, you know what? I'm going to develop a character and, and, I literally came up and it's on my shirt too. This is uh this right here is Seth or Seth Squatch is his full name. Um, and his little buddy Cedar, which is my dog right here that goes with me everywhere. Um, uh, <laughs> he found him in the woods and named him after his favorite tree. Um but there's a whole story behind Seth, which I'll tell you something really cool that I haven't talked about yet anywhere else publicly, right after I say that tell you about the game. Um that's got to do with the character. But so we invented this character, Seth. So I was like telling the kids all this stuff. And I was like, and I started making up the story to all the kids every year saying, yeah, the Sasquatch was in the woods. He was in hiding and he was afraid of humans. He found a, a human fisherman wander back in the woods to find a remote area to fish. They met each other and they're like, holy crap, you're different. You're different, but let's see what we can learn from each other. And the Sasquatch learned how to fish, caught his... Biggest fish he's ever seen. And they called it a basquatch, which is why he was called the basquatch hunter. Um, and then he realized that people were cool. So he's like, I want to get out of the woods and see what else I've been missing this whole time. I've been in hiding for hundreds of years and I want to see what I've been missing. So he starts meeting That's so people. Cool. So when he meets new people, he meets like a NASCAR driver that flies by the woods. And he's like, hey, what do you do? Teach me how to drive. Then he learns how to be patient and focus and all this stuff like that from the driver. But then he wants to teach the driver how cool it is to learn how to fish in the woods, which is based off of our show, right? So we had this whole storyline lined up where like Seth goes out of the woods. And I was like, well, let's make a game. And I, I called my buddy up, who's a great artist. And I was like, hey, dude, like we've been friends for like 20 years. And I was like, do you want to work on a board game with me? And he was like, what? And I'm like, I know like the weirdest thing I've ever asked somebody probably randomly on the phone. And we didn't talk for like a year or so at the time. So it was just like super random, but I was like, I knew that he'd be perfect for this. And I knew we, we worked so well together. So I was like, I got an idea and I taped a bunch of pieces of paper together into this huge sheet and brought over this drawing to his house. And I was like, look, and I explained this thing. So that after like nine months of testing and prototype testing and all this changes, we did so many changes. We came out with the game and the game is called fish on, um, from the Basquatch Hunter and it's got Seth on it. So this is actually a your, your chance to play the game as Seth in his world. So when he takes back people that he met from the real world into the woods to teach him how to fish, this is what you get to experience. That's so so cool. the box is super cool. Like I love the box too. It's got, you know, yeah. fish as Seth. Um, it's got Basswatch cards on it. And then the back gives you all the info on the game and well, upside down gives you all the info on the game, how it's played right here. And it's got some cool pictures, um, but I'll show you the game, too. It's super cool. Like I, I'm, How much I'm does the game retail for you? Uh, so it will retail for $39.99. Um, how much? $39.99. Okay. Um, but a lot comes with it. It's super cool. We're hoping to get the cost down eventually, but we got to order Huge quantities mm-hmm. right now Ooh, yeah. on Kickstarter. It's uh, it's 50 bucks on Kickstarter just because it includes a donation to help us get started. Yeah. Um, which the Kickstarter isn't successful this time because we only got about a couple days left, but we're going to restart a new one and change some things on it and resubmit a new one. Um, we tried doing it in a hurry because we wanted to be able to hit Christmas for delivery, um, but then we did it in a hurry, so we didn't promote it correctly. We didn't, it was threw it up as fast as we could so we could hit that right. Christmas delivery. So either way. So first thing, when you open the box, um, you'll notice the sides are really cool too. It says, good luck hunting your bass watch" on all the sides. Um, then you have the rules, which look like a boat ramp sign. Um, and it's got the rules, how it you play. It is so
2: cool. I don't know why I just yeah. think it's cool as crap. I mean it's, it's like dude, it trust me, I geek out over this all the time. <laughs> geek. I mean, that's why I mean that's why I said we had to have on, everybody. I mean, when I saw this, like, this is just freaking awesome. It's
0: just wait till I show you the game. I'm so it's so cool. I mean, you've seen the video at least. <laughs> yes, so, you know, I saw yeah. the video. Wow. Yeah. So you also the first 200 games have a um certificate of authenticity, Um, and it's the first <laughs> edition card right here first edition um and it's signed by me and the artist and then seth Squatch signed it himself too that's cool um so you get those and then when you this is what it looks like so you get this i should just tilt my camera down make it easier but so you open it up you got the board and then you have a bag that says Seth's supplies on it and this is a little satchel he has in the woods and it's got the cards in it it's got uh the dice in it it's got the game pieces in it, which are uh, actually Seth right here, front mm-hmm. and back of Seth walking away. Um, so the game pieces are just Seth, and you just go around the board. And then the Bass Squatch Hunter trophy that gets passed around, <laughs> too. Um, and it's super cool. And it all show, it shows you all of that stuff in the video, like how the stuff works and everything. Yep. But when you pull the game board out, and the point of this game, too, isn't isn't just um, for kids, either. But what's cool about it is it teaches you how tournaments work. So this is the board easier when it's laying flat but this is the board right here um so this is seth's world this is where seth lives that's his home right here those little footprints because he walks over here to where the logo's at um and he writes little messages in the sand to help you in the game too so there's like arrows and like tight lines right here and stuff like that but the whole point of the game is uh you roll the dice you move around the spots where's the start line right here move around the spots right here you can land on forgot life jacket go back to start so it teaches you adults and kids always have a life jacket with you uh, if you get up here, you forgot your fishing license. You got to go back. Um, that way you remember always have a fishing license. There's a, a pike ate your fish up here. You lose a fish towards the end. Um, there's a bunch of stuff on the board, but if you land on a fish on spot, which is the goal. Oh yeah. And you get stuck too. So you get stuck in the lily pads, stuck in the rocks, um, stuck on the tree stump. That's awesome. Um, and then you have to roll the dice on like the Seth head to get off of the stuck spots. But, um, so you land on a fish on spot and that's when it gets fun because then you pull a card and all the cards are different fish or broken rods or grass bass which is a pile of seaweed or a tree pounder which is a stick um and you'd go back spaces for those i'm good at those
2: but,
0: yeah me too i'm great at catching those <laughs> but every bass you catch so here's uh here's the cards right here to say fish on on them um every bass you catch so let's say Here's a smallmouth bass. So it's 5.5 pounds and 21 inches. You put that in your net right here and you cover the skunk when you get your first fish, they're not skunked. <laughs> Everyone can get up to five fish, just like a bass tournament, right? Yeah. And you can call out your fish. It tells you all in the, in the rules how to do calling. So if you get five fish already, you can swap out the biggest or the smallest one for the biggest one. And then you keep on going around the board and you could get bass watch cards that are like 10 pound bass. You could get like a uh, you know, go to the stump and get stuck. Like they're super cool. <laughs> line, line snap, uh, skip a turn. Um, there's uh, the Seth Gold card that gets a rid of a bad one. There's the Grass Bass card right there. I love the art on those. Yeah, <laughs> that's um, awesome. So, whoever. A lot did,
2: of time was put into this game, guys. A whole lot. Trust
1: me. Yeah.
0: So,
2: it, how long? You, how long do you think? I mean, I don't want to stop you here, but okay. Oh, four pill, four player game. How long do you think it take to play?
0: Uh, it's uh, between a ten and twelve minute gameplay. Hmm. <laughs> So we purposely designed it. So we changed the cards where the spaces were lined up probably 30 times because we wanted to make sure it was a 12 minute was our goal. And we hit 10 Mm -hmm. to 12 minutes, our average. We tested for nine months, Um, kids at every level, um, adults at every level. It turned into a drinking competitive game for adults. And then (laughs) kids are like obsessed with it because it teaches kids realistically what fish look like and what size they are too. Cause I don't know how many kids camps I've been to um, where every kid's camp I've been to, I should say where the, I'm like any questions and every kid raises their hand. I'm like, yeah, you, I caught a 39 inch bass last week. And I'm like, that's not a question, but that's also not true. Like, you know, I'm <laughs> not gonna, I'm not gonna <laughs> shoot the kid down. So I'm like, Oh, that's great. It's awesome. But there's a game now where they could see like, Oh, a basquatch is the biggest fish in the game and it's 10 pounds, 25 and a half inches yeah. or the other basquatch cards, eight and a half pounds and 24 inches, or the smallmouth is five and a half pounds, 21 inches. So it also gives them realistic expectations when they right. go out fishing. Here's what you can catch. There's bluegill pike, all these other fish in here that all have different actions on them. And then you can also see like, Oh, fishing tournament. It took 32 pounds to win this one, but last game I won with only 17 pounds. And it's mm-hmm. like, that's a realistic day of fishing in a tournament. You're yeah, so, cool, dude. So it's awesome. But the coolest part is, yeah. is you go around the middle circle. There's arrows right here that tell you all the stuff. And then the rules mm-hmm. tells you you go around in the circle as long as you want until somebody decides, I have enough fish. I've hit enough fishing spots, so I'm going to go out. And then you go one of the two paths on the way out. You got to avoid the pike right here that you lose a fish because you could be winning and feel pretty cocky. And then you're like, oh, I'm going to end the game. I'm going to go out. And then you hit the pike and you lose a fish. And all of a sudden, you're in third place. <laughs> all of a so you go out here. As soon as someone gets to the end, then everyone adds up all their fish by either inches or pounds and see who won. And then you become the next bass watch hunter and you get the trophy. Um, and then you play again. So with the 10 to 12 minute average play time, most games are around 10 to 11 minutes. Um, sometimes they're a little bit shorter even. If you play right through to the finish line, you could finish in like eight minutes was our average. Mm. Um, so it's a super That's fun awesome. game to play repeatedly. And the cool part about playing it repeatedly just like fishing repeatedly is every time you do it it's different every yeah. single experience is different you'll never have the same game twice no matter how you play it it'll never be the same you'll always catch different fish or different size fish or lose a fish or something and it's just like a day of fishing so the board game we wanted to come up with so people especially kids could have a realistic expectation of what a day in the fishing world is like um same thing we that do is so town. cool
2: mike that's pretty awesome man yeah
1: that's yeah. pretty neat
2: that, yeah, it's, that is it's really cool. Definitely a cool game to get someone interested in the world of bass fishing. Tournament fishing, like you said, and, you know, learn the reality of the whole entire thing. You can have a good day and you do have a bad day. Oh, yep. yeah.
0: But every day is fun. And that's what's cool about it. If every day is fun. And that's what I learned from watching Bill dance when I was a kid. That's what inspired me to yep. do a show. Oh, yeah. Is is fishing can be fun. It doesn't have to be always about catching fish. It could be about just how fun it was or how funny it was, even if you do something stupid. So, oh, yeah.
2: yeah. All All right, guys, so after he gets the next crowdfunding back up, whichever app or whichever way he chooses to go, we're going to get the link and we're going to post it in this podcast or we're going to post it on social media so you guys can head on out there and order a copy of Fish on the Board Game, guys. Yeah, it'll be on Kickstarter again. Okay, it'll be on Kickstarter again. So he's going to get that up there and we will help promote it as well. And uh, maybe we can uh, work out a deal. We can give one away to a lucky person. I would love or, to, or a lucky part- in the listener to Basscast Radio, and make a great Christmas gift. All right, so when were you looking, or is there an idea of when you're looking at placing the first order, or is there anything you guys just throw it up and like, dear Jesus, please buy?
0: Uh, we already have, so we already have it ordered. So this is production right here. Um, oh wow! Um, awesome. And these are like the finished game pieces, the finished dice, the finished trophies. Um, like I said, we went through a lot of prototypes first. So we had them made repeatedly. And then I made my own for the first like 20 versions, um, like hand cutting all the cards every single time we paint <laughs> something. And it was so there
2: are a couple cases of these already at your house.
0: Yep. Yep. Uh, so we have 20 left. Um, Ooh, I made, wow. We started sending them out for promotional stuff in the beginning. We started sending them out to uh, game makers like Milton Bradley and Parker Brothers mm-hmm. and stuff. Um, then we decided not to sell it to a game company because uh, it's just a really dumb situation the way they do stuff. So they mm-hmm. they, they can't. Right. Who make board games for a living? So if you make board games for a living, sell it to a board game company is an awesome idea because you just cycle out ideas and hopefully one of them sticks. And that's how they work. Where I don't plan on making fifty different board games. I'm making an awesome one. Yeah. Maybe we'll do a, a fly fishing edition or saltwater edition and stuff like that. But. I'm not a be. I'm not a game board maker. So uh, selling one game to a company doesn't make sense unless you know it's going to be like Monopoly. You know where yeah. you know it's going to just be like the biggest thing in the world. So we're we're keeping this in house um, where we have full control over it still, in doing our own distribution. So we ordered. Uh, we have 20 left, which um, were available on Kickstarter for um, a little bit of a premium since they're the original. They have like some different art on the back that'll be different on the new boxes, mm-hmm. and you get some extra perks like little uh, 3D like 3d uh figures of our character seth right here oh cool Um, we had this actually custom 3d modeled and molded to be exactly like the full cartoon um but there is something that i told you a little bit ago that i was going to tell you guys about that has to do with the board game in the show Um, but i haven't talked about this publicly yet because it's not done but i'm actually really excited about it um you know how i mentioned earlier how seth comes out of the woods and meets a different human every day just like our show is based off of where Mm it meets you know, a, a firefighter one day and learns about, you know, the attributes it takes to be a fireman, then teaches yep. a fireman. So we actually have a 12 book children's book series um, that follows each one of those. And the mm. first one is complete. Second one is done. It's being edited right now. Then it'll be illustrated after that. Once the first four are done, we're going to release the first series of four, then the second series of four and the third series oh, of four. Holy cow. Um, and each book is is super cool because the first book is origin story, um, which I kind of explained already what it was. Yeah. Um, the second book is meets his first human, which is the NASCAR driver. Uh, but what's really cool is Seth doesn't just meet cool people that are different than him that he learns from, but he also gets to learn how to like for the driving one, he learns how to be focused and not be distracted when you're doing something important. He learns how to be uh, have perseverance and not give up when things like, get tougher, things are hard, like all the things that it takes to be a race car driver. Right. And these are the things that I learned from an actual NASCAR driver, um, like weight distribution and how to just have, like, it's amazing how athletic you have to be to be a race car driver. You mm-hmm. don't think about it cause you're sitting still, but you're sitting still for a very, very long time with a lot of pressure on your body and a lot yeah. of, you do know, so like Seth gets to learn all of these things, but then Seth gets to teach what he's passionate about and teach, you know, a different person how to fish and then realize that these two people or two things that people are so different from each other, but they have commonalities and they can learn from each other, which is what I hope inspires kids to get out and meet people that are different than them not be afraid of somebody that looks different or feels different or sounds different yep. and get out there and just learn something new from them and then That's don't be afraid to teach cool them, dude. your passion too like it's 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 really cool to learn from people but it it's just an amazing feeling inside when you inspire someone by showing them what you love you know what i mean yeah so each book will be a different story <clears throat> of that like from the firefighter he'll learn different attributes and different things and so what figure skaters
2: What age group is this geared towards? So the
0: book book so far, so far it's written up as eight to 12 um, is the age group only because um, it's under 900 words, which fits the category of up to from six year old up to Mm -hmm. um, the only reason why we're I have to get it tested again to get a lower rating for lower age rating. The first book was an origin story. Didn't really get into like the meat of each one of them. You know what i mean so it was yeah. considered it was considered more mature content for an eight-year-old like for eight-year-old up instead of like a four or five-year-old but mm-hmm. i have read the book to uh six-year-old seven-year-old eight year old everywhere even adults think it's a they're cool stories and it's like there's interesting but what's cool is if you read the book to your kid or your kid reads it and likes it you can go online or go on cable and watch the tv show and watch the episode the real version of that exact book yeah. so like if you read the nascar book you're like oh that's super cool well, hey, you want to watch the real adventure where the kayak fisherman that taught Seth how to fish? Here's the kayak fisherman teaching the NASCAR guy how to fish. Like here's that's so cool. So they all tie in together, and and every book is a picture of the board game, which is the map of where he lives. So it shows where he takes each guest fishing in the map. So if you want to go to you want to go to Pike's Alley on the board game, is a little sign that says Pike's Fork. Um, not Pike's Alley, Pike's Fork. Um, and if you want to go to Pike's Fork on the board game, you go, hey, look, that's where he took the NASCAR guy fishing is Pike's Fork. Or look over here in the lily pads where he gets stuck. That's where he took the figure is fishing in the ice time. Like, that's pretty cool. Like, so they all tie in together and it's hopefully it's going to inspire kids to go out and just do something different, meet someone new and find an adventure outside of the house.
2: That's so cool.
0: That's pretty men, neat.
2: Where can where can people go? First of all, social media. Yep. And then you know, you got you got your clothing, you got your it's a whole big conglomerate of Basquatch fishing. I mean, where where can I go to purchase stuff? I mean
0: So if you go to BasquatchHunter.com um and you click the menu thing on the website, there'll be uh, the YouTube channel, the clothing stuff, um, some links to some of our sponsors on there too. Um, and then very soon we'll have uh, the books and the board games up there as well. Um, But then we're also going to have everything on Amazon um, to be able to buy those on Amazon directly. Um, Since we're not selling to a company, we're doing everything directly. We decided to sell on Amazon and our website. So everything will be direct. So that way we have control. Every single package will be shipped from me directly so I can, you know, control everything. Um, and have more quality control too. I don't want things being shipped without me having been able to touch right. them. And like, I pack these boxes myself. Like every board game comes <laughs> in and I take all the pieces and put them all because they're all from different distributors and manufacturers. And I put them all together, package them all, package the board game back up in plastic. And then then you get it. Um, and that's how I like having um, my hands on everything I do just so I know that it's going out the best way possible. Um, but you can go to the bassquatchhunter.com um, that'll be your first step. And then you can also just follow us on social media at the Basque Watch Hunter on TikTok, Instagram, Facebook, YouTube. Twitter, everything. Um, Instagram is where we post all the behind the scenes pictures and all the special content that we don't post everywhere else. Facebook is our biggest platform. So we do everything on there. And then YouTube is the only place you can find the behind the scenes vlogs, um, tips and tricks and stuff that we learn along the way from people. Um, And our full episodes are always on there too, after they air on cable. So every single season's on there and a playlist as well.
2: All right. So there you guys go head on over, check him out. Mike, man, we appreciate you coming on the show. It's great yeah, to learn awesome about stuff. you i mean you got some awesome stuff happening going on um i got one question before we let you leave how's the truck i <laughs> uh, hit a deer geek
0: i hit a buck it wasn't just a oh, deer yeah. it was like i mean the he hit, i mean
2: yeah see there you go you know i watched the show because <laughs> i saw the ending
0: yeah i hit like a super buck so i was filming with the country music star uh yep she's in the middle of nowhere up in the woods like she's like i said 100 authentic uh i we, love down in the
2: woods in the middle of nowhere
0: yeah that's so up here in michigan it's like deer heaven this time of year because deer mm. season started oh yeah so oh, yeah, uh, you know a few weeks ago i leave we filmed for like we were gone for like 12 13 hours we had a full long day of filming had a full crew with us but we all drove separately which was ironic because usually we don't do that so we all left at different times so i leave at like one in the morning driving down the road doing 60 miles an hour on the highway and uh i was doing like 65 because i'm not under Oath here, so I can, you know, I'm not, I'm not gonna get in trouble by the law. So I was doing 65 a 55, um, and I saw 30 or 40 deer everywhere. and I was like, oh man, this is Ooh. I gotta start looking out. And as soon as I said yeah. that, I looked up, there was five bucks, like no wow. joke, one of them had racks walking across the road. And I was, and I have a big and close trailer behind me. Yes, I'm like, I'm not swerving, I'm not swerving 10,000 pounds to hit to avoid 200 pounds. So I lined the one up because I was hitting one, no matter what, Lined him up dead center with the toe hooks. And I was like, all right, let's hope he doesn't go through the window. Let's go. Yeah. I hit him. He flew in the air, landed, died instantly. Thank God slid for ever. Um, and wasn't anything worth taking or anything like that. Obviously his head went into the grill, everything. And uh, cops come up and he's like, yeah, so, uh, what happened? And I was like, well, doing like 65 and hit a deer. He goes, well, the speed limit was 55. And I was like, yeah, yeah, I was doing 55 and I hit a deer <laughs> and uh, it's over there. And I think my truck's screwed and I got to get a tow truck at one in the morning in the middle of nowhere. I don't even know what city I'm in right now. Like yeah. there's no street lights or I'm and pitch black, like I'm sitting next to like an abandoned McDonald's. And I'm like, I don't know where <laughs> I'm at. And, uh, so I started my truck up and it ran and it drove. So I was like, I guess I'm driving it home two more hours and to see if I make it, I'm still driving the truck the way it is today, just with a little bit less deer hair and blood on it. Mm. And, uh, all the parts are being used to build new cars right now, so it's hard to get. And my truck's yes. brand new. it's oh got I just put 8,000 miles on it, it's brand new. Um, so now I'm waiting for uh, and it's through a sponsorship, so it's not even my truck,
2: yeah. Because so, I heard that part too. I was gonna ask that part. Yeah. I gotta reach out, man. I gotta tell my sponsors, I just wrecked your truck, guys. <laughs>
0: That's pretty much what I, the next day I was like, hmm, I wonder if this is. And, and the worst part was, is it's the end of the year, so my contract for next season is on his table, literally on his table, not signed <laughs> yet. And I was like. <laughs> I'm like, I wonder if I could wait till I get the contract back to tell him what happened. God.
2: So I didn't post it on
0: Facebook right away or anything for that reason. Yeah. So, and I got to call this dude tomorrow morning and be like, hey, you know that brand new, like $70,000 truck I got from you guys? Yeah, well, it's, it's wrecked. Like, <laughs> so I call, I told him, he goes, dude, we deal with trucks every day. It's like you breaking a fishing rod. It's normal. It happens. He goes, but we don't have any other trucks to give you right now for a for a rental. We have yeah. no trucks. It goes and oh, parts, wow. are, parts are super behind because all the parts are being used to build new trucks that we don't have. Yeah. So he's like, if you can drive it the way it is, drive it the way it is. If it stops driving, we have we have a Ford Edge for you. I'm like, well, I can't tow with that. That's like useless to me. So he's yeah. like, we have nothing. So I'm still driving it. It's it all the parking sensors go haywire like crazy, but. <laughs> I mean i got my first buck so you know <laughs>
1: that's a rough way to get one yeah it was terrible. Yeah.
2: well mike man we appreciate you coming on the show appreciate you telling us about your story and yeah, what man, all it's you awesome. have going on you've got some amazing stuff going on for kids and you're making a huge impact out there and uh we really really appreciate you man
0: Oh, thank you guys for having me on. I really appreciate it a lot too. And uh, if anyone has any questions about the show or anything else we do, you guys can message me anytime, literally 24 seven on socials. Um, nobody runs my socials, but me. So I answer right away all the me time. Too. So nice. any questions, let me know.
2: All right, guys, you're right there. We're going to be right back, everyone. All right, guys, we really appreciate Mike for coming on and talking with us tonight. What an awesome story. I mean, like yeah. I said, guys, I'm not going to lie to you. I will watch your social media. I'm watching your Instagram. I do a lot of that. I'm not saying I'm stalking you, but I want to know what's going on. I do a Gary V. Yeah, that's what Gary V does. He talks about it all the time about, you know, checking out what other people are putting on our social media, what they're talking about. And this guy was blowing up my social media uh, Facebook account, which sorry, guys, I'm not huge on Facebook, but I do look at it every now and again. And I was like, who is this Mike dude? And then when I saw the game, I was like, we have got to talk to him about that really freaking cool game. Fish on, everybody.
1: Yeah. And And then look at all the other stuff. I mean, that was a dude is, dude is, he works. He
2: does work. Yes. The dude is all over the place. Rap trailer, rap boat. I mean, rap truck, kayak fisherman, like the rest of us here at the basscast.com at my part geeks got a boat by the way and another boat on his way if you guys haven't already seen that the the brand new beautiful bass cast green camus boat now don't
1: tell nobody i ain't told nobody what color one yet
2: oh daggone it (laughs)
1: that's all right though that's all right we'll let them know right now but we'll keep it under wraps for the rest of the time
2: okay so the brand new camus boats coming here pretty soon to him so yeah so appreciate him coming on make sure you guys head on over and follow him so check him out on social media um and watch the show and like you said it's going to yeah. be on discovery in 2023 and it's something different that's it's yeah. really cool i mean that, that's the cool thing it mirrors you know different people from different lifestyles coming throwing yeah. them in a kayak and are fishing
1: yeah it's a great concept really cool concept
2: so Appreciate you guys listening. Thank you. Baskets, like I said, we're back on the road this weekend. Um, we're gonna do another show next weekend. Then we have Happy Thanksgiving. We got two more weeks, then we got Chris, two or three more weeks, then we got Christmas. We got the end of the year. So we got a lot more episodes left this year to do. Oh, yeah. And a lot more great guests to bring on. And guys, like I said, if you would like to be a guest on the show, if you're still listening right now. If you'd like to be a guest on the show, just DM us on Instagram, Facebook, thebasscast.com, and tell us why you would like to be a guest on the show and what, yeah. you know, bring something to the table, please to talk about, not that you're <laughs> just a cool guy. And I understand that, but, you know, bring something cool to the table and uh, we'd love to have you on the show. Absolutely. Um, also guys, don't forget, check out the geeks channel. Make sure you guys hit the like button, hit the bell as well. And watch for him live really soon i'm gonna try to get down there I, I promise i am going to make an appearance once you get everything locked in locked out loaded and uh maybe we can uh, do one together and that'd oh be, yeah that'd be freaking cool
1: yeah it'd be fun <clears throat> it'd be fun to come down and do some fishing together yes something that i don't do much anymore i feel like <laughs> not That's, this time of year, what's that
2: like godly
1: Anyway, that's a story for another day.
2: There you go. Well, guys, we appreciate you listening. Thank you for following. Oh, yeah, last but not least, thank you guys for following us on the um the channel that we have. So if you go to the basket.com Facebook page, look up Baskets Radio, hit the follow button. I think we're at over six. I saw it earlier. We're over six hundred followers on that. So thank you. Let's nice. get it over a thousand by the end of the year. That'd be awesome as crap. Because so I think we do a great job here, me and Geek. Oh, yeah. Introducing you guys to new people. And thank you to all the listeners. I had a guy, I forgot to tell you, a couple of weeks ago, um, me and Daniel were at an event. A guy said, hey, or did I tell you? I can't remember. But he said he listens. Why he's it work? Heck yeah. That's awesome. Over iHeartRadio. Because nice. I threw out a survey. Want to know where you guys listen. And he said, I listen through iHeartRadio. So thank you guys for listening. Appreciate you guys. Yeah. We'll be back in another week. Bye, everybody.